0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Well, the Japanese would be proud. You waited until the meal was done. But at this point... Hit me with it and let us both get on with our days. If you don't mind, I will begin at
2: the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
1: One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five,
2: six. V-I-G.
3: Hey, Ali. It's me. Thanks for the other night.
4: Wow. 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 I like where I live I don't like I have a bad neighbor I have one of my neighbors I don't like I don't like him uh, He's very rude His name's Kevin too All Kevins are the worst Right You've never met A nice Kevin You've never met A guy named Kevin Been like He's a great guy That's never happened Right Yeah I don't see anybody Raising their hand Like I know a good Kevin Not one of you I now. Yeah You can do it What's that Um High five For what I was trying to help you get pumped up. Okay, let's do
2: it. It's too late. Our feature presentation.
5: <laughs>
6: morning, everybody. brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Monday morning, the 30th of July. I'm going to defend you and say that there are nice Kevins. Mm-hmm. Thank you, um, Bean. Academy Award winning actor Kevin Spacey, for instance, has never done a bad oh, thing to anybody.
4: I need right? you to sit he's down a, for a sec.
6: paragon of virtue. Got a I story need to, to Google tell. that. What? I, yeah. d- I thought he I thought he's just, the president of the House of Cards.
5: Just Google. A little no. Google search. Hey, kids.
6: Hey. Hey, Bean. Kevin, you played the, uh, where'd you play, the Forum or Staples Center this weekend? Forum. You so the weird.
5: Good yes. the crowd? They were great, yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of people came to see you? Um, I mean, it wasn't, they didn't come to see me. It was a poker tournament for City of Hope. Mm-hmm. So the entire floor of the
6: Forum was poker tables. It was awesome. Wow. And and how'd you do? I mean, After you know. a triumphant uh, weekend in Las Vegas recently. I figured, you know, anything short of the final table, I think, would be a disappointment at this point. Well, no, it's not about that. It's about raising money for City of Hope,
4: right?
5: So right. that's what that's so successful.
4: Sure. How huh But deal? how
5: about in terms of playing
6: cards, though? <gasps> playing cards, you did to raise money for City of Hope,
4: right? Mm. But so it,
6: nailed it. It, it. In terms of the percentage of winning hands versus losing hands and advancing throughout the tournament, now, you're though, missing just, the entire point, my friend. But I'm just trying to get a bead on. Look. Look, look. When when Serena plays Wimbledon, she's right. interested in the prize money, but she's also interested in winning the tournament. Right. But this so wasn't about I'm winning. To, it was about raising
5: to money for the City of Hope. So you won. Probably 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> not even positive that, because they weren't counting.
6: 23rd's not bad. No. I mean, yeah, sure.
4: Listen, I saw on Instagram that you won tequila by playing <laughs> a ring toss. So I'd say huge win. That was a victory. Yes, Where is it,
5: Kevin. I didn't bring it in. Damn it. Sorry. Um, how's
1: your poker face? Poker face. Poker face. Mm- face.
6: What? Larry King is losing it, or oh <laughs> has lost it. Do you feel like you have a tell?
5: Um, no, I don't. How about that, ah. did it help me? No, mm- no, nope. not at all. Did we raise money though?
4: Yeah, you did. That's the point, right?
5: I mean you're focusing on all the wrong things.
6: I'm just curious, man. We're just <laughs> look when you when you win the World Series poker in Las Vegas at some point, you will we want to be able <laughs> to say damp, that we knew you when right. and that we supported your struggle along the way. Well, this was a struggle along the way then. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> the what you want to look at. All right, well we have a uh, we have a huge show, but I wanted to start with this thing. I thought this was a fascinating story. Listen up.
1: This may be a first.
6: A Colombian drug gang has put a $70,000 bounty on a on a what? A $70,000 bounty on a what? A
5: drug gang.
6: A drug gang in Colombia. Seven
5: well, I can't imagine it would be something other than a person. I it's think a it's, a,
4: it's an animal. A donkey. Animal. Yeah. yeah, like a, a drug mule. Boom. Huh?
2: Uh,
4: huh? No. Oh. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good guess. I
4: did too. <laughs> police dog.
1: Sombra, or Shadow, has sniffed out about 10 tons of
6: drugs in more than 300 operations. Sombra
1: I said an
4: animal, and you're like, no.
6: Yeah, because you said a drug mule. Come that's what
4: I was making the reference. That's how you say someone's a drug mule, because it's an animal that started it.
6: So you, okay. you're taking credit for for drug mule? Yes, this is the dog yeah. that a sniffs dog? out the drug mule. Okay. Oh. Um, six-year-old German Shepherd Sombra... Has detected more than two thousand kilos of cocaine hidden in suitcases, in boats, and in large shipments of fruit. This dog has has been so effective in stopping drugs from coming out of Colombia that the that the drug cartel has put a seventy thousand dollar hit on the dog's head. Wow,
4: that's just just trying to do his job, right? Are you positive he doesn't just like
6: coke?
3: Has led to two hundred and forty five
6: arrests. Police have now transferred Sombra to a safer post and given him extra security. I'm sorry, what's your, what's your question, Kevin?
5: Uh, are you sure he's just not into doing coke?
6: No, okay. he's not at all. I'm saying he's he's fighting a lot of drugs. He He loves the smell
4: of coke. Right? I used to say that about a guy I knew.
6: (laughs) (laughs) He has a sense of smell that is far beyond that of other dogs. And I was very confused by the last sentence in that story, which is that they have transferred him to a new location because it's all over the press. He's such a celebrity. People stop him when they see him in airports and they get get their selfies taken with him and everything. Hmm. Uh, I guess you don't get a selfie taken with you as much as you take a selfie with yeah. the dog. But they they have publicized where he is, like which airport he's working at. Which seems like if you're trying to if you're to hide the dog so that he is not going to get shot, mm-hmm. maybe you just keep him, you know, keep it quiet where he is.
4: Maybe he's wearing a uh, a mustache.
6: <laughs> maybe he is. He's perhaps. got a
4: disguise. Yep. Be- Different f- little bow tie. They're like <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was him, but he'd never wear a bow tie. <laughs> he'd never wear a bow tie. I know. That
6: That's not his style at all. Because he's a German Shepherd like lots of other drug sniffing dogs, I would imagine, in Colombia. So it seems like people wouldn't know which one was Sombra mm-hmm. if they just didn't tell you which one was Sombra. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. They're putting up a big sign and pointing at this dog, which now has a $70,000, did you say? Yes. Bounty? Whew. Yes. Yes. This dog, by the way, gets police protection to and from work every day. They put him in a van, and they have a motorcade and the whole deal to try to protect him, which, again, doing nothing but calling attention to
4: that dog. Everybody, What's dog, right here. Van. Oh, it's probably the van that it's it that dog, dog sombra. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the the way to do it
6: is just to have the dog live in a neighborhood with a family. You know what I mean? Like everybody oh, sure. else, get dog. the family killed. Mm-hmm. Bean.
4: No, Jeez, what you makes. don't know
6: everything, man. What I'm <sighs> saying is, nobody would ever know who it is. He so, families, this right? Guy. So anyway, uh, El Dorado Airport. If you want to go get your picture taken with sombra, but fingers crossed that, that things go okay for
4: you. Know what I'm saying? Don't kill the dog. Right? That, you're just that, that, taking that. a picture, boom, right in that's, the neck. The huh? no, poison.
6: On, a poison. Allie,
5: what is wrong with you?
4: What is wrong with you?
6: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, weird story, I thought.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin Amita, shall we?
2: Uh, Anyone you're just, for a penis? You're just posing with the dog, like <laughs> petting it <his laughs> <and, laughs> so messed up. Seventy grand!
4: But it's like a slow poison, so they won't know you did it.
6: Oh, you're a terrible... It's like a
5: time-release thing, yes. like six hours later?
4: Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> you're
5: you, a horrible human being. You've
6: you really people. are. What? Why is your first thought not the safety of this poor, hardworking animal? Why is your first thought, what's in it for me?
4: New bag. <laughs> <laughs> All
5: right. Sorry. On today's Kevin Abicho, B makes his guess. Oh,
6: yeah.
5: We have uh, great news. Mm. <laughs> we have Stryker and toto
4: yes striker
5: talked to toto that was a good interview
4: right You gonna play do you hi- think allie i absolutely did
5: yeah those guys great. were into it yeah gonna play some highlights of that toto was i like the song too toto was not a dog
4: Toto was a dog
5: oh yes but not in this particular case
6: <laughs> i think the band was named after the dog kelly okay for I, real it's not you a dog so? though <laughs> it's my point the band's not a dog allie do you
5: want to kill toto also <laughs> She she didn't put her, like, a gun up to her neck when she was talking about him. We need to take a look at Allie. There's something wrong there. I I think so. Uh, Kevin and Bean built this pool singles parties this weekend. Mm -hmm. And we've got your tickets coming up two different times on today's Kevin and Bean show. And also on Netflix, there's a new series called Dark Tourist.
4: Oh, my God. And
5: David Ferrier is the host. And it is
6: fascinating. It's honked up. It's way honked up. (laughs) It's also the way Bean lives his life, I believe. How dare you? I think you're very excited by this. I mean, I've I've signed up for every single one of the tours he took, but I mean, how right. dare you? Sure. So we'll do that uh, just after six. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Monday morning, let's find out what we missed with our first look at what's happening. Here's Allie. Exactly.
4: Well, I missed every movie that was out this weekend. I just did not have time to go. Kevin? I saw one. Mission Impossible. Yeah, we know what it Mission was.
5: Mission Impossible. And? Awesome.
4: Was it the best, like they say it was? No. Really? Really.
5: Here's the thing. The action may have been the best. Uh-huh. It may have been the best action movie, but Mission right. Impossible was always about a uh, complex puzzle uh-huh. that they had to even come up with a more complex answer, and it didn't really... Really? The issue in the solving was... Pretty simple. It was just a great action movie.
4: You wanted a brain workout. Like I do. Yes. No, but that's what Mission Impossible is all about. Sure.
5: An impossible task that there's mm-hmm. no way they could do it, and they figure out a way to do it.
4: But this How was many, just uh... more running yeah, to that Yeah, there's task. a lot of running. Okay. A lot of running, yeah.
6: All right. How many uh, how many times does somebody pull off a rubber mask and it's revealed that it's not the person Just a couple. It was, oh, okay, because yeah. that's kind of the, the standard. I, I saw something this weekend that ranked Tom Cruise movies by how much running he does, and apparently the more he runs, the higher the box office. <laughs> Is that right?
5: No yes, way. That's weird. That's kind of I awesome. loved it. I mean, I, I didn't think it was the best Mission Impossible, but I loved it.
4: Okay, interesting.
5: You'll go see it again, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah
4: right? Today. Well, it seems like a lot of people loved it. It hit expectations with a $61.5 million opening. It's been praised as the best installment in the whole series. It has scored 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's the first Mission Impossible film to earn an A on CinemaScore. Score in a distant second in the box office. Mamma Mia, here we go again, earning 15 million in its second weekend. I mean, that seems like a you movie. How was
6: that be? I haven't gotten there yet. Mm. Um, I'll see
4: it. You totally will that 's fun it 's real fun. The Equalizer two uh had a sixty one percent drop from its thirty six million dollar opening to finish third this weekend with fourteen million completing the top five Hotel Transylvania three, which brought in another twelve point two and Teen Titans go to the movies. That debuted at $10.5 million in its debut. By the way, Hotel Trans- Trans- Transylvania 3, that's a domestic total up to $119 million. Wow. That movie does gangbusters. Wow. See? Right there. You heard the register. Sure. You can't fake that. You cannot fake that. <laughs> Listen, I do uh, Taylor Swift stories when she does dumb things like... Making her cats famous and and getting her cats on everything. Mugs and earrings and all sorts. Meredith and Olivia
6: t-shirts haven't arrived yet, you guys. See? She's swindling you. I'll let you know.
4: Here's the thing. I talk about her when she's awful. Right. So I've got to talk about her when she does something good. You don't have to talk about her ever. No, because this is pretty good. Okay. Um, She's doing her part to ease the grief of a Massachusetts town that's mourning a recently fallen officer. I don't know if you heard about this, but in Weymouth, Mass., an officer was killed. He was responding to a car crash, and it was a horrible, horrible story there Mm. in Massachusetts. So she donated tickets to the town in general, and Weymouth Mayor Robert Headland decided to distribute them among the town's police officers and firefighters. Which was Haven't they been of... through enough? Jeez, Kevin.
5: <laughs> Just saying.
4: Wow. Here's the thing. She donated hundreds. Of complimentary tickets, enough for the whole police department and all of their family, as well as the firefighters, those first responders and their families to go. And did it without looking for publicity. So this is the mayor of Weymouth, like, hey, thanks for that. I know you didn't want publicity, but here it is. But sorry. But it's 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 a pretty nice gesture.
5: Sure. Sure. It's a nice gesture. Okay. Sure.
4: All right, I um I don't like seeing stories about Betty White because I instantly get nervous. Nope, but she live forever. She is. She's ninety six years old. You guys and still working. No plans on flaming out. Here's the thing. There's a upcoming PBS biopic on her life. And she says, I'm going to be in the saddle forever. And the guy that's doing the biopic said she loves working. She loves the challenge. She's someone that we're all better off for having lived this long. In Betty White, First Lady of Television, which is set to premiere August 21st, she said, I got an award for everything. Inhaling, exhaling. I've been so spoiled rotten. I'm the luckiest old broad on two feet. (laughs) And asked what her secret to enjoying her long life is, she said it may be her love of vodka and hot dogs. Probably in that order. Vodka and hot dogs!
5: Vodka
6: and hot dogs.
4: Betty White. Oh, I love her so much, you guys.
6: She rules pretty hard.
4: She's a great actress, mm-hmm.
6: uh, and she seems like a genuinely super nice person.
4: She really does.
6: And has done so much for animals over the past few decades Oh my
4: as well. gosh, yes, absolutely. Um, coming up, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that... Drake in my feelings challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I hate stop, it. Stop it. I can't. I can't. No, not with, you. you. I know people in general. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But
6: let's get Bug to do it first, though, right?
4: It's so over. Then we'll over. stop it. I, mean, I don't been, think
5: we need to get Bug to do it. It's been
4: over for weeks. Right. But finally. I'll tell you what the National Transportation Safety Board's chief of media relations has to oh, say about it. it. Oh, I bet they love it. I bet they're
5: so proud of
4: it. Damn it, people. Stop it. <laughs> and now you're seeing it done with, like, farm animals and dogs hopping yeah. next to an open cart. Just cut it out. Ah, uh, oh, I, uh, I hate mean, Drake, it.
6: Drake kills people.
4: I hate people named Kiki. Right. I hate the rest of the lyrics <laughs> i
7: can't
4: even think it i think i blacked it out i hate that song oh drake some birthdays for you lisa kudrow remember her from friends sure she sure she had a twin sister on the show uh, mm-hmm. smelly cat
6: and the comeback she's very good in the comeback oh,
4: don't get me started on the comeback you probably Please never don't. watched the comeback kevin i did not it it was funny. Was one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Oh wait, was she
6: a therapist?
4: No, no, that's that a was one. another show. But okay. she, um, she was this Hollywood star that was trying to make her comeback. But she's everything that you hate about Hollywood, but that you just root for because she's so just delusional and doesn't get any. Oh, it is. It's one of the most genius shows I've ever seen.
6: Ali could relate.
4: Really? What? Hmm? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Vivica A. Fox, Hillary Swank, Jamie Presley, Christopher Nolan, Richard Linklater. You love him, Bean.
6: I do very much.
4: Yeah. Simon Baker, Joey King, Gina Rodriguez, Terry Crews. So many birthdays and that's what's happening.
2: Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ.
6: Last time we had David Ferrier on the show, you guys, you remember we were talking about his amazing documentary called Tickled, yep. which I still <laughs> think about. Which by is the way. bizarre,
2: yeah. He
6: is uh, back with a new show on Netflix that is unlike anything you've ever seen before. It is called Dark Tourist. We are very excited to welcome on the phone, from New Zealand, journalist and documentarian, David Ferrier. Hey, David. How are you, man?
3: Oh, it's really good. It's 1 a.m., and I'm, I'm loving talking to you guys.
4: <laughs> and it's yeah. 1 a.m. tomorrow.
3: I know. He's in the, in the future. He's, right? in the he's in the future. That's crazy. Oh,
4: how'd my day go today? <laughs>
6: really well.
4: Thank you. Oh, that's great. Oh, thank you,
6: David. <laughs> David, I don't know where to <clears throat> where to start, so why don't I let you give the elevator pitch for folks maybe who haven't heard about Dark Tourist yet.
3: Yeah, so Dark Tourist is about dark tourism,
6: and it's sort of for people that are sick of going
3: on holiday to the beach or a nice resort. People go to places where something horrible's happened, so it has been like a nuclear disaster, um, there's been some sort of crazy um, mass death, um, torture houses, uh, that's where you go and that's where I spent my last year visiting.
5: Mm. You don't seem like the type of person who would go to those places without hosting the show, are you? <laughs> no, no.
3: I like, you know, I get forward taking like a boring holiday, so I do like going to strange places. But I probably wouldn't go to sort of places where nuclear disasters have happened if I wasn't doing a right. program.
6: I-, I wanted to ask you about that uh, about that visit to uh was it was Chernobyl, right?
3: I went to Fukushima and the Polygon in Kazakhstan, which is a okay.
6: nuclear bombed place on Earth. Is there, is there danger for something like that? I mean, did you spend enough time there where you have to be concerned about your health as a result of it?
3: Oh look, I probably shouldn't have gone swimming in atomic lake. That was probably a mistake. <laughs> Do you I think maybe should have eaten fish? Maybe that was a mistake. From the lake. Okay. But no, mostly no, it's it's not too bad passing through. As a tourist at those places, you can get away with it. It's more for the people that spend a lot of time there, they're gonna run into problems.
6: Gotcha. And I noticed like when you went on the Dahmer tour in Wisconsin, and by the way, there's plenty of dark tourism going on in the United States as well, folks. It was interesting because you kind of were trying to act a little bit like an observer. Who are these crazy people that are so into this? But at one point you admitted that you kind of have a fascination with serial killers too. Why do you suppose that is? I, I don't know. There's something about, I mean, serial killers,
3: you're always just wondering why they do what they do. And I guess Taking the serial killer tour where you're sort of retracing the steps of Jeffrey Dahmer and going um, through all the grisly details, I was kind of reminded of how I think we're all, like, a little bit drawn into that world of, like, trying to figure out, you know, why someone would do that and, and what would put them in that position. And so I couldn't help it. I, I did get sucked into the, the Jeffrey Dahmer tour.
5: You met a Jeffrey Dahmer enthusiast, as you put it. <laughs> <laughs> That's um way to put it lightly. And then you <laughs> say the more grisly the situation, the more attention that it seems to get, the more almost groupies they have.
3: Yeah, it's true. And I mean, Natalie, who I met over there, she sort of brought a human skull along with mm-hmm. for her. For the like, <laughs> <travel. laughs> so like you do when you travel. it's is what you do when you travel. We're all kind of, it's like when you're, you're passing a car crash on the freeway and you look, you're sort of tempted to look at it. It's that part of all of us, I think, that are super tempted just to slow down where something horrible's happened and kind of, sort of, a, sort of a vicarious look at death or something. And I think that's kind of what dark tourism is. But about. there's there's
5: a difference in that you're not driving past jo- Jeffrey Dahmer's house; you have to literally
3: go there on purpose. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> and you know, we travelled far and wide for the show. I mean, we ended up in Turkmenistan. We were in Kazakhstan in the UK, we're all over America, and we found that a lot of these people that like traveling to these places, they do, like, they really put the, the legwork in, and they travel far and wide.
4: David, these are all white people, right?
3: <laughs> oh, it's such a white people thing, right? That's <laughs> what I'm so saying. When out. I
4: first heard about this, I was like, this is some white people S right you here. You see that? You see that? You see how yeah, white people do? <laughs> I think,
6: that's a, I think that's a totally fair call. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, talking to journalist David Ferrier here on the Kevin Bean Show about his Netflix series available now with eight episodes. Um, was there ever a time where it got too real and it stopped being fun because the, uh, the enormity of the crime that had been done there or the pain that had been felt there got to you, David?
3: Uh, I found... I mean, I found the Polygon, really... I mean, it's the most nuclear bomb place on Earth, and there's a moment where we go and visit an orphanage where we met a lot of children who are suffering the effects of those nuclear tests. And that was... I I found that incredibly um, moving, but it it was uh, an intense... But it was good to get that out to the world. I think a lot of people don't know what is still happening in that place, and it's great getting that out. I mean, just personally for me, I found... McKinney Manor in America incredibly terrifying, which is a an extreme haunt where essentially you pay a man to torture you, and that's nope. probably the place I found the most confronting, nope. and of course where else, but America.
5: What about <laughs> Pablo Escobar's enforcer in Colombia? Were you worried for your safety at
3: any point there? Yeah, Popeye, I mean, he's a guy who killed <laughs> over 200 people including his girlfriend, and he had a gun on him, and so, yeah, I mean Popeye is unusual because he's so charismatic, and he's so sort of fun to spend time with, and you've got to keep reminding yourself: this guy's killed a load of people, and he doesn't seem to really have much regret. Like right, but then, at that time, but,
5: but you I did think, ask him if he, if he wished he hadn't, or what? Are you guilty about something? He's like, yeah, I, I really feel bad about those people. Was well, that okay Was it insincere? Yeah, but I wasn't
3: convinced. I wasn't convinced. He'd kind of he'd say he regretted it, but then he'd like tell some story about how he'd. You know, shot a couple of people and he kind of had a smile on his face. And so I'm thinking, oh, God. I mean, he's actually back in prison now. Since we we're filming with him, he's actually back behind bars. So, I mean, oh. that probably says a lot about the guy.
6: Yeah. All right. Uh, last question because we're almost out of time, David. I'm sure you want to go to bed. I didn't see the Africa episode yet, episode seven of Dark Tourists, but I saw the picture that you posted on your social media where somebody's washing your genitals. What's going on there, sir? Yeah, that was a good question. No, I, was initiated into, I was initiated into a voodoo uh,
3: cult. So part of that was I had to be stripped naked, my genitals had to be washed, I was painted, and oh, there were a lot of animals sacrificed Oh. Uh, but the genital touching was a real surprise. I wasn't expecting that, and when you're not expecting it, and suddenly someone's scrubbing away, it was a it was a real experience. I mean, oh, David,
4: but. you didn't need to say scrubbing. We didn't know it was that dirty. <laughs>
6: <laughs> what kind of work needed to be done down there? Right? <laughs> What's going on, David? <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> no, we really don't. We see it, enough of you on this show without that. All right, uh, Dark Tourist is what it's called. Documentary. The journalist David Ferrier. It's really, really cool, you guys. I think you can tell. From this interview, whether you're the type of person who would enjoy it, but I, but as Kevin pointed out off the air, isn't David so just a, a wonderful host? Yeah, Kevin, He's It kind of makes the, the ugliness palatable. Yeah, because you're looking at it through his eyes. So outstanding work, and I know you already have heard from people all over the world with new places for you to go. So I bet there'll be a season two, right, David? Oh, I hope
3: so. The, the number of suggestions coming in for strange things to go to. I think we'll be doing this for a
6: while. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, thanks for joining. It's always good to catch up with you on The Kevin and Bean Show. It's a real
2: pleasure. Thank you. This is The Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. How about some
6: great news?
2: When you wake up, all you
6: hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can
8: make that go away. It's time for Great
2: News Today. Great News.
6: Everybody's favorite Monday morning segment, Great News, back on the air on the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. I can't believe that this story happened in Florida. You know how rarely great news comes out of Florida? Mm-hmm. But this is a police officer in Tallahassee whose name is Tony Carlson, and he deserves all the love and respect in the world. Here's what happened. Last Sunday afternoon, Officer Carlson had just finished
3: a call and was in a gas station parking lot when he came upon a homeless
2: man named Phil. When I got out of my car, he asked me if I knew anything about electric razors and that it was broke, and he was trying to... Um, get it to work if I could help him
8: while officer Carlson fixed it Phil told him if he could just clean himself up The McDonald's
3: next door had promised him a job With the repair successful Phil then tried to shave He was trying trying to shave he obviously outside didn't have a mirror or anything and he was just getting patch after patch It wasn't going too
5: well, so I said, Hey, Phil, if you want me to do that, I could probably get it done a lot quicker than
3: you sitting here struggling with it. A stranger
0: with a cell phone saw what was going on,
3: posted it on Facebook, and the good deed went viral.
1: When I finished with Phil... I drove off and my wife had called me and she said, hey, did, did you shave
6: some guy today? <laughs> okay. You never want that question from your wife. <laughs> did you shave some guy today? So not only did he help the guy fix his razor, then he stood there in the parking lot in front of the convenience store and actually shaved the homeless man and, by the way, went back the next day to help him fill out his application for oh, the job, wow. which he got at the McDonald's. That's amazing. Isn't that an incredible story? Like, talk about going above and beyond the call of duty. Uh, Congratulations, uh, Officer Tony Carlson and Phil on your new job as well. And that's my great news. Working perfect today. Uh, My great news is David
5: Thomas, who uh, lives in Birmingham, Alabama. The nearest ocean to him is 250 miles away. He was born with cerebral palsy. So he's in a wheelchair. And his childhood friend, Izas Fuller, uh, went fishing at the beach in Florida. And he posted a picture of it. And David commented... I wish I could have gone with y'all. And that's when his friend, he's said, you know what? I'm going to figure out a way to do this. He put it on Facebook. All of his friends pitched in to get him. He'd only left the county once because he was so tied to that wheelchair to his home. Mm -hmm. Uh, The trip was made possible by community support. Fuller said some of his Facebook friends even helped pitch in to cover the cost of renting Thomas's motorized beach wheelchair. Did you know that was a thing? Fancy. Wow. It cost $170 for two days. When the rental company heard his story, Fuller said they gave him two extra days for free. And in the story... Just before he says, "This is the best summer vacation ever in my life," he's in the wheelchair and he's going away from the camera. And you hear him saying, "They see me rolling." No.
3: Yes.
5: <laughs> 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 so he was so happy. They were pouring sand on his feet, and it was just—it was an amazing story. And social media can
6: sometimes be good. People—he didn't uh, drown or anything. No. Being, okay, I just want to make sure the water. Make sure it ends up okay. All right, that's, that's a good. That's a good story. That's my great news.
4: I was just asking. I just want to make sure everybody's okay. Everyone's Present lying. accounted for. Absolutely. Present. Um, David Cazares woke up from his park bench in Mountain View, California. He put on a nice shirt and a tie and carried his handwritten cardboard sign to a nearby highway median. But it didn't say anything like hungry, need food, anything like that. It said homeless, hungry for success, take a resume. And a passerby took a photo of him standing on on the median with the sign. It soon went viral on Twitter. And by Saturday afternoon, he had been flooded with more than 200 job offers. Wow. He said, yeah, he said Google reached out, Pandora, a bunch of startups, A product manager from Bitcoin was wondering if he could relocate. And I was thinking, from his bench? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he
5: could. Probably be willing to.
4: But here's the story. Um, he earned a bachelor's degree in management information systems from Texas A&M. Had a good job as a web developer at GM in Austin. And then cashed out his 401k. Drove to Silicon Valley to pursue his dream of his own tech startup. He then ran out of money in June. And he's been living in his car for more than a year. Wow. Really bad situation. Um His car was then impounded, didn't have his car anymore, so he's just been on this bench. So he said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can this one day. So he dressed as best as he could to be presentable to my future employers, he said. Then he set out with a sign, stack of resumes, and he said it was basically a make or break moment for him. And now he's got... All of these offers coming in, which is wonderful. By mid-afternoon on Saturday, it had been retweeted more than 50,000 times and liked more than 70,000. So now he's just trying to keep up with all of these offers.
6: I bet he's going to get really, really picky now. (laughs) I mean, if you get 200 job offers, you're like, yeah, what are you going to do for me? nope last guy was better sorry yep look google's offered me up my own parking space and free and free lunch what are you doing for me
4: just let davis live <laughs> <Bean. laughs> saying and that's my great news
2: it's the kevin and bean show the world famous k-rock
6: so friday afternoon i was tuned in Allie, i know you were too mm-hmm. with great anticipation Because we had heard from our friend Stryker, who does the afternoon show here, that he had been involved in talking to Toto on social media. Toto the band. From, uh, I guess, predominantly famous from the late 70s, early 80s. -hmm. They're the Africa guys. And Weezer has kind of brought them back to the mainstream a little bit with their cover of Africa. And Toto had indicated that they were thinking of covering a Weezer song. Which I just think is amazing, by <laughs> this the This is just insane. It's just I just Africa so Inception. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know. It is. It's Inception. I don't know how uh, Stryker got in the middle of it, but God bless him for doing it. And we talked to him on Friday morning. He was heading down to the studio to talk to the guys in Toto. And you're not going to believe how the conversation went, and you're not going to believe how, in my opinion, how awesome the Toto cover of Weezer's Africa is, excuse me, of a Weezer song that they're about to unveil here is. But we're going to play that for you, too, after we hear Striker with the guys in the band.
2: In a studio with Steve on, Lukather gonna, gonna... and you're Steve gonna... Procaro, original members of Toto. We're here. hey, hey there, guys. Here. This is unbelievable. Thanks I for mean, coming. This,
1: this no, started... it's really
2: unbelievable that we're on K-Rock. That's what's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. In the history of your band and you're from L.A., how many times have you been on K-Rock?
1: None. To
2: Tell him, Luke. <laughs> oh, man. It's got to be wild that this is the number one most requested song on K-Rock. Not just K-Rock right now. I mean, around the country. Well, this
1: song is kind of taking a life of its own on. I got to say, come on, man, you know.
2: Did the guys in Weezer reach out to you directly ever and say, no. we are going to we- do this,
1: we're going to do... No, their manager, Jonathan Daniels, a sweetheart. Oh, cat, okay.
2: Who, re- you know, reached out
1: and he said, would you guys mind? We said, mind, please. Are you kidding me? Kick ass. On it now. Some of the other guys in the band who you met, yeah, met them
2: all. Met them all. I
1: didn't meet. I, I actually reached out to Rivers on Twitter. like, "Hey, man, thanks a lot." I mean, I don't know if it's a f- thick or not, but it's a win-win for
2: everybody. When I did Kimmel show, I met all the guys. Rivers, everyone was sweet. They were fantastic. They were they were very respectful, and we had a ball. We had fun together. And their version great. overall, you give an A, a B, a C. I give him a B double plus. I, I'd like to think that
1: they did it in fun and they're having fun with it. Yeah. They're having success with it. The success has come over to our side of the fence. We welcome
2: it. And we did this track for them. They cover you. And when did you decide? Listen we should cover a Weezer song now. Luke was on the road. Everyone was busy. Dave was dealing with some personal stuff. We had just gotten back from the road. But I was here home in my studio where I'm where i the happiest and uh, uh, I saw all this action going on with Africa. They had released Rosanna. They did Africa. I sent Luke an email on the road. He was in Europe. I said, come on, we got to return the favor. Let's pick out a tune and and uh, send it right back to them. Now, of all the songs out there, you got Beverly Hills, Buddy Holly, Undone the Sweater song. Why would you choose the song you did? You know, we listened to with Beverly Hills was one I really wanted yeah we fall over that one I wanted to maybe even do just a real Africa type version of that I was thinking about for a minute but you know what uh, we wanted to make it different but we wanted to stay we wanted to do something rock and roll I wanted to show everyone how what what uh, what a good rock and roll band we can be Joseph and I were listening to different ones trying to figure out which ones you'd like to sing and we settled on hashpipe so uh, we stuck with that I hash
1: thought hashpipe hash had a better melody I love the message you know <laughs> what I mean the right? message yeah. I gotta tell you I gotta be yeah. honest
2: my my neighbor across the street who is for the most part is not giving me a time of day in the last 15 years. He found out that had, that Weezer covered Africa and came running across the street to me. No. Very excited. And uh <laughs> he told me I was asking him, and I says, you know, we're thinking about doing a Weezer tune. And he goes, you know, there's Nothing like driving down the freeway real fast with hash pipe cranked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And stuck with. Well, yeah,
1: and we wanted to do it justice. We wanted to do our thing to it but still yeah. pay respect to it and you know, we added a couple of our little thing, kitschy kitchy little things to it which I hope that they laugh. We wish we could be in the room when they hear it, you know? Well, what should we play it on the radio station? I, I listen, I mean the uh, the fact that you're giving this to us uh, above anyone You guys else. are you kidding me? You are the station. You're the alt station Thank across you. America Thank and you. beyond. For us to even be on this. Of course, you have to have first go. That's
6: to. all right. So they did hash pipe.
4: They did hash pipe.
6: Guys, we're very excited. I was very excited to hear it. I think the Kevin Bean listeners will be excited as well. Great job, by the way, Ted Striker, for making this whole thing happen. And very cool of Toto to give us this song. It's the only place that has it in the whole world right now. It's going to be re- released on August the tenth. If you want your own copy, but let's do uh, let's do a little Toto doing Weezer's Hash pipe now on K Rock. That's that's you. That's your cue. Oh,
1: Come on and keep me. Come
3: on and keep me. You got your problems. I got my eyes wide. You got your big teeth. I got my
5: hands wide. (laughs) That's weird. So that's Toto.
6: Toto what, rocks. weird. I thought
5: that was awesome. No, no, it's just that I was looking at the clock on the CD and it ran out and the song kept playing.
6: Strange. Yeah. That was a powerful Toto is, Kevin. <laughs> that was a great cover. <laughs> right? Steve uh, Lukather, by the way, is an amazing guitarist. I thought the whole band sounded great yeah. on that. It, this has got to be the biggest thing that's happened to Toto in forever. I mean, we just kind of take them for granted. Like they're, you know, just that band that's always been there. Right. But they can still do it, man. Your
2: move, Weezer. I, I don't think we <laughs> need it. Right. No? Okay. No. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Okay, you rock.
7: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
6: I have a feeling, as is so often the case, I'm going to be out all alone on Bean Island on this one. Kevin, if you came home from running errands this weekend... Yes. And you drove up to your house. And sitting on your front porch was a guest. Right. At your house that you had no idea was coming in from out of town. And they were just there to surprise you. Right. Would you be delighted to see that person? Or would you be like, hey, how about a heads up? Brother can't give me a text? I feel like it would be a nice surprise. Wait, do you like them? I mean, it's my brother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would love that. You come home with yeah. no expectations of having company. Right. And your brother is sitting on your front porch waiting for you to get home so that he can come in and stay in your house. Yeah, I love that. He's my brother. But wouldn't you have he liked ain't that... heavy. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you have preferred to know that somebody was coming to stay at your house so you could, I don't know, pick up the house a little bit? Why maybe do, have you some do you hate surprises,
4: He's got a sex dungeon. Gotta oh. clean that up.
6: Y- 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 yeah for starters. <laughs> um, that happened to me this weekend my brother who lives thousands of miles away was sitting on my front porch when I came home on Saturday afternoon huh? I had hmm. no clue that he was showing up. He thought he would surprise me. Now, do you get along with him now? Yeah, I get along with him. Because remember when we
5: thought about turning him in as the Unabomber? No, mm-hmm. it was the Unabomber, yes. I think it might have been... Uh, no, it was the, uh,
6: the... It was the DC uh, guy shooting out of the, the back DC of the DC sniper, sniper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were like, that's totally means brother. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, he is a loner, and he, mm-hmm. he does have a lot of guns. <laughs> but... um, no, I get along fine with my brother. So great surprise, but bad surprise. Here's Why what bad I'm surprise? saying: I'm saying decorum. I'm saying I'm saying, decorum. I'm saying You don't. I'm saying you don't drop in on somebody. Look, he's your brother. I wouldn't, I wouldn't drop in on somebody if I was driving around in their neighborhood and I thought, oh, Ed lives here. I'm going to stop in and say hi to Ed. I would never just Ed. knock on somebody's door out of the blue to just hang out. But Ed's a dick.
8: It's so, fine.
6: Oh, There's okay. no Ed, fine, by the way. It's fine. And I but I certainly, I mean, if I wouldn't do that, you know, I wouldn't just show up at somebody's house and then expect to be not only invited in, but to stay over for the night. Do you not like your brother? I like my brother fine. Well, then, because because what's, I, what's the problem? The pro Look, the problem is, I just think, you know, God bless my brother. I'm not mad at him, but I just feel like still sitting on the porch. <laughs> <He gave laughs> I'm not that letting pillow. that bastard in. <laughs> no, I just feel like. You ought to give somebody a heads up if you're going to surprise them at home. It's that a surprise. It wouldn't
5: be a surprise. Is not a surprise if
6: they give you a heads I don't heads want up. it to be a surprise. You don't like, if, if like any
5: brother, surprises at all? N-
6: n- no, I surprises don't. Surprises are fun. If my brother had texted me and said, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm uh, on my way through your city, how about I stop by and uh, stay over? I would have been loved to have you. Huh. Delighted. But not as a surprise. I don't know. Allie, I haven't heard much from you on this. How about if this had happened to you? Because I feel like you are not crazy about people in your house either.
4: If it's somebody I love, a family member or a good friend of mine that just thought they would surprise me and it would be super fun, absolutely.
6: But would it be better if you had a heads up ahead of time? I
4: mean, it would be better <laughs> if I had a heads up so I could make sure that there you know, was food in the fridge that they mm-hmm. liked, that type of thing. Spare but,
6: bedrooms uh, ready to go, that sort of thing.
4: Well, my spare bedroom's always ready. <laughs> a lot like my bedroom. <laughs> Not a lot of visitors. What? I
5: just... Bean, listen. <laughs> yes. Surprises let you know he cares. I have oh, heard
2: that.
6: no. I have oh, heard that. that is, a great man did once say that. File
2: <laughs> Put it right in the file.
6: <laughs> I'm happy with that. It's uh, it's no disrespect uh, or shade on my brother because mm-hmm. I, I love my brother and I'm happy to see him and we ended up having a nice time. By the okay, way, I kicked so- him out first thing Sunday morning. Kicked him. He was on the road by. You 9 kicked him out first thing. Yeah, but uh, so I did spend some time with him. We shared a meal or two, but I just I f- I feel like don't surprise people by just showing up at their house. I feel like a heads up would have made that a better experience. I for think me. that's probably good advice for normal people, but for your family.
5: Family included. No. Yes. If my brother was sitting on on my porch, I'd go,
6: what happened?
4: Right. <laughs> oh. And come on in. Was he just passing through town or he yes. did this on purpose? He just... was
6: just passing through town.
4: Okay, I think yes. that's Is lovely. Was he cleaning his gun? Oh, no. <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right. I do have a little bit of support. Just real quick. I'll okay. talk to Sean. He's in Toluca Lake. He's going to help me out. Sean, I, I'm right about this. Your brother just can't just pop in whenever's convenient for him without any head, heads up, Right. He's family, you a hole. Everyone else this is applicable. He's family. Yeah, and he's passing through, like you just said, it's absolutely acceptable. Okay, but he knew for a thousand miles that he was passing through. It would have been easy at some sort of gas, you know, rest stop or something like that to send me a note. Why said, do you hate hey, surprises? I'm on because I don't just I don't like it. <laughs> Surprise. Well said. Thank you, Sean. <gasps> All right, Matt says
2: it's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, All
6: right. Our producer, Dave King of Mexico, is in here. Hey. So how is this uh, this photo, by the way, which is up at uh, Kevin and Bean uh, Twitter, Kevin and Bean Instagram, Kevin and Bean Facebook, all the Kevin and Bean social media has this photo up from what year, Dave? It is from
8: 1990.
6: And all right. So th- go ahead. How did you come across this uh, this photo on
8: Friday? Well, when you were doing your bald uh, head Chunk and segment, and you posted the the picture of you guys with the bald head, and we're talking about the cowboy hats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had our our phone up. Ruben, look for the picture of you All guys of the, cowboy the cowboy hats. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. but he couldn't find any, and he found a photo of you guys in Tijuana, Mexico, wearing sombreros <laughs> on All top right. of I don't even know what's going on here. This is so much. Okay, but okay. So there's 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 Bean without his shirt. <laughs> yeah.
6: I don't which think that is, would ever happen. Which is fair I mean okay, let me let's back up a step, Kevin. Because you know my memory is terrible. Sure. Yeah. Did we broadcast from Tijuana in nineteen ninety, as far as you remember? I remember that we went there because I remember
5: looking for the um black velvet Elvis, I think it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we found a black velvet Eric Estrada. And that's in this photo, too. So we bought that instead, and that's in the photo. And I do remember that, but here's my question. The hats look like,
6: totally look like they're Photoshopped on poorly. Now, this is the question that we need your help with. If you will check out this photo and all the Kevin Bean social media. We're trying to determine if this photo is real. If not, how much of it is real and how much of it is Photoshopped. Because... It, you have a, a thing on your
5: arm. Do you have a thing on your arm?
6: I don't have a thing on my arm. Yeah, I think like that's something gross. that was on... I think that's something that was just on the photo or something. Mm. The, the neg- I mean, Like on the negative or something.
8: Because they used to take photos like that, remember? Right. Yeah, well, first of uh, all, to, to, to Bean, this is a scan of a photo. So that could be on the scan.
6: It could be on okay. the scan, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. Now, Kevin, one of the things that you brought up, and please call us if you can weigh in on this photo, whether you think it's real or not, 1-800-520-1067. One of the things Kevin brought up, and I thought was very astute, is that... In addition to the sign behind us that says Tijuana, Mexico, is the year nineteen ninety, and that's and what, odd. In what under what circumstances would there be a sign? In Tijuana that has the year on it that we would have had our photo taken. Like you never see uh, the
8: yes, year. No, yes. you don't Yes. January
5: first and changed it to nineteen ninety one. Yes, that doesn't happen.
8: That's when you're celebrating the year. That's the year you visited. Have you ever been a spring break? It's all like no, spring no, no. break ninety five. Spring break Right, 2002. We would say that, but this no. is in the picture. Yes. In the picture behind us. Yes. Because saying nineteen ninety. Because they want you to remember what year you visited their town. They
6: don't care that we're At there. All. They <laughs> do. Not even a little they bit. They do.
8: Not even a bit. Let's go to TJ this Saturday and it'll be two thousand. <laughs> so you
6: think that sign is there because that's some sort of a photo tourist place yes. that people take take their picture in front of yes. or something? I believe. All that. I remember is we were looking for the donkey show, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, I think we were asking around for the. donkey I don't think show, we right? found it. <laughs> Um, so it's Kevin in the middle holding a microphone. By the way, Kevin is wearing his dumb '90s shoes. By the <laughs> way, those are shoes I would totally have been wearing. Yeah. They, look, they really do You've look got like, your moon,
4: scrunch, like moon scrunched boots. down socks.
5: They're just horrible.
7: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you,
5: and you seem to be I mean, wearing... I look the worst, and I think
6: it's all of me is real. <laughs> <laughs> and you seem to be wearing an Atlantic Records 40th anniversary T-shirt, which also doesn't seem That's like something odd. you would wear. But I have a really dumb look on my face, and I. I have no that shirt on fits, at all. Right. And there's also a girl in the photo who I think, and God bless her if she's listening, maybe she can tell us whether this photo is real or not, I think is the former surf reporter of the Kevin and Bean show, wow. Don Patrol Debbie. I think that if that's a name you haven't heard in a while. Right. I think that's who's in the photo. But I have no memory of us going to Tijuana with
8: Don Patrol Debbie. I don't know why we would have. Um, Listen, you guys have identical shorts look look at your shorts they're both those acid washed denim shorts no, they're terrible and those are two things but both have you, you guys ever would But have you ever known bean did not wear a shirt listen bean's the guy who shaved his head jumped right. on a scooter right. did all these crazy things and back in when he was a young man did he ever take off his cool. shirt no he, he didn't bean you wouldn't have taken off your shirt, right? This is the guy no, who, who flashed his nipple. I never would have taken off my Listen, shirt. he just flashed his nipple last year at a, at a Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras, yeah. But that, but was, that just, was Mardi
6: Gras. And that was for one second for comedy to make my wife laugh. I didn't know she was going to take a picture and put it up. This is me <laughs> doing a broadcast shirtless, which doesn't sound like me at all. Do they
4: look like your nipples?
6: <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, well, I look. Like take that. a look at it. Look
4: at your nipples. Just Let's Take talk a look at them. Take a look at your nipples. One looks flat. One
6: looks puffy. So Let's go to Claremont. Let's talk to Andrew. Kevin and Bean Show, Line 1. We're taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. You can help us determine whether this photo is real or at least part of it is. Andrew, what say you? Hey, Kevin. Hey, Bean. So I hope uh, that
3: I'm not putting a a very uneventful uh, conclusion to this, but that is a very well-known tourist attraction in Tijuana. It has a year Um, on it? I don't know if it has a year. Of course not. No place has a year on it. I have that exact same picture, the photo with my family when we went to Tijuana. Mm-hmm. They actually have a donkey that they paint black and white to make it look like a,
8: sea- a zebra. I remember that. The donkeys, yeah. And it's right here. It's right in the photo. You guys yes.
3: sit on the cart and they have various sombreros with different uh, messages on them that they would put on your head and you take that photo. Sometimes they put these, um, Dave, what are those things called? They, they look like a big carpet that they wear. Oh, the ponchos, right, ponchos, yeah. ponchos yeah. yeah. they sometimes they'll put a poncho on you.
5: But it looks like the a, hat that I'm wearing, the drunk again hat, is not even touching my head. It looks very photoshopped. It's right on your it head. It's not it on the
3: back of your head. It doesn't
8: yeah. fit your
5: head. What? I said because it wouldn't fit your head. I mean.
8: Listen, Bean has the strap no on. Sense. You have the strap what? behind your what? head. I'm sorry. What <laughs>
4: picture <laughs> are you looking at? I'm looking
6: at the wrong
8: picture. <laughs> and that was uh, a different photo, Dave. And, and, we weren't going to talk about that And one. Downtown Debbie doesn't even have a strap. So
4: Downtown Debbie? <laughs>
8: Dawn Patrol Debbie. <laughs> <What> <laughs> <picture>? <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate the call.
6: By the way, until Andrew brought it up, I didn't even realize... That we're sitting on a cart being pulled
8: by a donkey. Yes, the donkey's right here. I didn't even notice the donkey donkey before. (laughs) It's blown out, but you can see the donkey. This
4: is. I mean, I remember this.
5: I do
8: remember this, but it's just
5: odd to me that the sign would say 1990 (laughs) Tijuana, Mexico.
4: I mean, the T-shirt is the 40th anniversary of Atlantic, and that was 1988. So you could just be wearing that shirt. It's all adding up time-wise. And Christine, our assistant
6: producer Christine suggests for your concern about the hair, Kevin, is, (laughs) I mean, you you ever watch those old Seinfeld reruns? Puffy hair, man. We had, (laughs) we probably had big hair back then, which would kind of make sense that the hats would look like they're not snug, like they would be now. Hmm. So you think it's real? I mean, and, and also the other the other vote for real is that it's in our archives. Again, this mm-hmm. isn't something that a listener sent us that they monkeyed with. This is something that we had back before Photoshop, by the way, on a file you know, you know in a disk drive somewhere with a bunch of other photos that are time appropriate.
8: Yeah, so I think I think it, I think you it know,
6: might be you're real. Right you guys. about that, it's real. Yeah, I mean, it,
4: this photo should
6: not exist.
5: I'll tell you that. Where's the Black Velvet Eric Estrada now? Right, where's that? <laughs>
2: It's at my house. (laughs) It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q.
5: Time for your feedback on the AFRO line 323 520 AFRO. 24 hours a day. You can call or leave a message on any topic.
2: Help me
3: make the most of freedom and all pleasure. Nothing ever lasts forever.
6: Everybody wants. The road, the world.
5: Beautiful. That's just beautiful. Can't
8: we block numbers? That's from just beautiful. being able to call the Afro line or no? No, sadly. Hey, a- a-holes. When are you guys going to figure out that Sam is not funny? He's not funny. And Omar, you're a double a-hole. A-hole, a-hole. Because you're the reason I can't listen to the B-Team
3: podcast <laughs> this week. You, you assholes. <laughs> wow. Come on now. A
6: lot of anger there. I. <laughs> uh, Stone. That's a good update. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, I don't know what's happening there. Thanks for the call. Kevin
8: and Bean, I love you.
6: Okay. More it rarely that, happens. Yeah. yeah, thank you.
5: Maybe our line cut her off before she went.
8: But! Right. <laughs> right.
3: It always
5: seems to happen.
3: You still want to talk to me? I got you a hider, too. Why not you want to me? Anytime I see you around me, I get no love. Yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yay, yeah. yay.
6: Okay. Mm-mm. I don't know what you think you're doing. No. But it's oh. time to end this this segment. Yeah. No, don't a segment be ridiculous. Feature. We need no. to unplug the Afro. Yeah. Don't we be need ridiculous. To cancel that phone number.
5: No. Don't be ridiculous.
3: Okay. So I'm on this hike with my friend, no. and I have the fear. My friend left me about a mile away, way back. Oh God, I'm gonna throw up. I'll call you back.
1: <clears throat> you know,
5: don't
6: call us back. We're good. <laughs> we don't need a play-by-play of that day.
5: We don't need the update on that.
3: Tacos. ta tacos Fish, 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 tacos. ta tacos ta tacos mm, Fish, 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 tacos. Hey, producer Christine. Oh.
7: Okay. <laughs> so I'm listening to the podcast at the beginning where Kevin does his show introduction. He's struggling. And as I'm listening to him, I start getting that same feeling you get when you're seeing an acrobat trying to walk a tightrope, and he's stumbling a little and maybe losing his footing. And finally, he makes it, and you're so relieved. Whew! Kevin... You stress me out. <laughs>
6: but it's a miracle that he he generally lands it, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Hey, guys. Uh,
3: just ran into Rick Dees at a charity golf tournament. And you know what? He's a really nice guy in person. And you know what? You
8: guys made me hate him for years. You guys are assholes. Except for you, Allie.
4: Hey. Thank you.
6: Come on, now, Can we all be? Asking?
4: is an incredibly kind human being.
6: Yeah, too kind. He does he does pretend to be when he meets you? Us. Right, way too, way over the top. Lord. Ridiculously <laughs> yeah. over the top. It's not real because he hated us. Yet when we would run into him, he would pretend like he was delighted to see us and that we were old friends. That's very true. So there's a lot of faking going on there, Allie. He's a very talented broadcaster. He certainly made a tremendous contribution to radio in this city. But let's not think he's nice. <laughs>
3: Hey guys, it's Jennifer. I just played the Mission Impossible math game with Allie.
7: Allie, again, way to be.
3: Thanks so much for the tickets, guys. Really appreciate it.
7: But I also wanted to pass along a message to Bean, And that is, I'm a transplant coordinator here in Los Angeles. And I just wanted to let you know that by sharing your story, we still to this day occasionally get a living donor intake from somebody who was inspired by you. And I just wanted to take
3: the time to say thank you so much for sharing your story because it's still making a difference to this day. And your gift was amazing. And your gift is still giving and moving on today. So thank you so much, Bean. And that's my great
4: news back to you guys. Have a great day. Wow. wow. How sweet is that? That's incredible.
6: That is a wonderful phone call. Thank you for that look if you have the opportunity to give somebody a kidney do it that's all i'm saying and i do hear from people in my email too who never thought about being a living donor as well lots of people have taken the step where they put it on their driver's license so that if they die their organs will go help save a life Mm -hmm. there's no reason why you can't do that when you're alive too and thank you so much to that afro caller for bringing that topic up i really appreciate you can i move on yeah
8: okay hey guys i was just listening to the podcast uh, you guys were talking about mistaken celebrity identity. And wasn't there just recently mistaken doorbell identity? Hit it,
2: Steve. And now, a moment with Beam. The
6: only thing I can think is uh, mistaken door. Mistaken door. They, they thought Mistaken they doorbell to- <laughs> identity? <laughs> no. I was thinking, I, I'm not sure how to say it, but they, they meant to go to somebody else's house, got the wrong... Uh, apartment or condo or house number, whatever you have. How
4: about wrong address? Like that? <laughs>
6: that would have been a more <laughs> succinct way to say it. <laughs> that was a moment with bean. Three two three five 520 afro 24 hours a day. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous BK Rock. Hey, Beer Mug.
8: Hi, Bean. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Allie. Where's Chip? I can't see her. How dare you! See? <laughs> she's right there on the floor. Oh, to look down.
6: <laughs> Ready for a little bean makes us guess? Yeah! guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Penis a dick. Pretty dope, man. Rr. Just wanna tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for guess. Yes. I'm not sure those uh, sound bites are at all relevant to what That's we're trying to do it. here. <laughs> we should have brought that up before then. <laughs> change that around. I'd appreciate it very much. I'm a little bit concerned that this is going to be too easy, too fast a game of B makes his guess. Mm. Because we have all googled something and when you google something, what happens? Autofill. Autofill, right? Nice. Gives you suggestions on what other people have googled and what you are most likely searching for. And I would bet I bet 9 times out of 10 whatever it is you're looking for comes up in that autofill, right? Mm-hmm. Right. What happens when you enter in the words Kevin and Bean? Oh, Kevin no. Kevin and Bean into Google. What comes up? That is the topic for Bean Makes His Guest this time around. So hmm. let's see how many in the top 10 you can get. Kevin, as we do, we're going to start with you. Our think? dicks. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, I am frankly. Not in the top 10? I'm stunned that that's not the top 10. Muggs, it sounds like you were going to suggest the same no, thing. No, <laughs> no, I would never say that. Kevin and me and our dicks, I guess we should feel good about that. Did not make the top 10, but right. nice guess anyway. Beer mug.
8: Let me go ahead and say it's more of a simpler kind of search item. Uh, is Kevin and me an Afroline?
6: Afroline is a good guess, but no. Ah. Not a bad guess, though.
4: I would just say K-Rock.
6: No. What? What? Not in the top ten. Huh. Ah. We haven't my- gotten any in the top ten. Mm-mm. I am just going to tell you that I am stunned because I looked at this list and thought, man, this is everything. Hmm. And you've just come up with three off the top of your head that would have made sense to be in there but are not in the top ten. Ooh, ooh, I got one. Mm. All right. Miss Double December. No. Ah. Maybe a few years ago? Not today. Mug. Can you get on the board?
8: Get arrested. What? What? What are,
6: you, what are you talking about? Weren't you guys
8: arrested at one point in your career?
6: Yeah, but why would that be in the top ten Google searches? Were we arrested? <laughs> no, <laughs> we weren't arrested. <laughs> okay. <Let's check>. Um <laughs> Again, think wow. in your mind why people might be Googling Kevin and Bean. What is it they're likely interested in finding out or what links do they want? Supermodels. Uh, well, it's... Oh, my My bad. <laughs>
4: what about still on uh no oh my god no
6: all, all right. right two two rounds of zeros here how being we're lying <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh
6: i thought you had one there let's on. solve mysteries it's <laughs> not a bad guess bugsy i gotta go salary number three. Oh. yes Well done, Muggs. And that if you can type in any celebrity, by the way, not that Mm. we're celebrities, but if you ever type in a celebrity, salary is always going to come up. People always want to know what other people make. All right. Muggs with a point. Shoot. Miss Ellen McKay.
4: Ew. How weird if it said married. Like people want to know. Ew.
6: I was very disappointed that that is not in the top 10 because that's another one you frequently see with people. They want to find out if they've got somebody already. But no one cares whether we're married or right. not. There's no backup offers, I'm right. sorry to say. All right,
5: Kevin.
4: Uh, not going well.
5: Right? No. Kevin, I got a point. Um, you do. Moments with. No.
6: Mm. All right, Mugs. You'll take a commanding lead if you can come up with another one. Age. No. Good guess. What? Though. That's a good guess. It's triple digits, if anyone's wondering.
4: <laughs>
6: All right, Allie, why don't you take one more guess and then we'll call it.
4: Alive. Here is <laughs> <laughs> Here are the. Uh, here are the top
6: how do we ten. get? We only got one. One, wow. one. One, got one. And I. This shows how badly I misread the room because I thought you get them all, uh, or most of them. Anyway, number ten of the Kevin and Bean Google search uh, is that's my jam. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Number nine. I'm not surprised to see it there, but I'm also not surprised nobody guessed it. It's where is Bean. Okay. Mm. From earlier this year. Number eight, Reddit. And there is, by the way, I found out yesterday, a Kevin Bean, uh Reddit forum, which I did not realize. <laughs> uh, number seven, Ali. What?
4: That's
6: number seven, <laughs> Kevin Abean oh, Ali.
4: sorry.
6: Number six. <laughs> now we're starting to get into some I thought you might get. Kevin Abean, Twitter.
4: People mm. oh, uh-huh. want to find out okay. what our Twitter
6: okay. is because you could never guess what the at Kevin Twitter is.
3: Okay.
6: Uh, number five, Cast. Meaning, who's on the show? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number four, and I guarantee this is one y'all have used archive.
0: Uh, Kevin
6: and Bean Archive. When people are searching sure. to find audio that they can't get on the podcast or whatever, they go to the Kevin and Bean Archive, which, by the way, we highly recommend, KevinDeBeanArchive.com. Number three, salary. Mugs, you got that. Number two was show. Oh, the- that's BS. Now that you've heard this, any further guess?
4: Ah, yeah, you can't say that. What? Say that? Mm. Well,
6: we can't say no. that on the radio. Oh, we can't say no, that now?
4: No. Number, I don't think I ever could. Uh, Number
6: one uh, is podcast.
8: Uh, Kevin and Bean, uh, podcast.
6: Yeah, People are, are looking for.
5: Are not good.
8: I hate this. <laughs> I, is. This is
5: Bean <coughs> Mixes <his> Guess.
8: Bean Mixes Guess,
4: yeah.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie got
6: our What's Happening for a Monday morning.
4: Bruce Willis, The Roast. Bruce Bruce Willis, The Roast. roast. It was last night, you guys. I forgot. I'm so bad. I've got some clips for you. First up is uh, the host, the uh, master of ceremonies, if you will, Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
2: Bruce Willis. What a career, right? The Fifth Element, The Sixth (laughs) Sense, The Whole Nine Yards, Twelve Monkeys, Zero Oscars. (laughs) Quentin Tarantino, M. Night Shyamalan, Wes Anderson, Michael Bay. These are just some of Bruce's directors who refused to be here tonight. (laughs)
4: Uh, That's just good. Uh, Next up is Nikki Glaser talking about Martha Stewart.
7: Seriously, and congratulations on getting that Thai soccer team out of your vagina.
4: (laughs) And into your sweatshops where
8: they
3: are now. I <laughs> love Nikki. I, I, Nikki
4: Glaser is the that's best. That's uh, Next, she talks about Bruce being active with charity. Bruce has also been
7: very active with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which is where they make sick kids meet you so dying doesn't seem so terrible. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> she ruined him. Love it. Oh, I need her at every roast. Um, I didn't see this coming from Martha Stewart.
5: All jokes aside, Bruce, I have to say that despite what everyone else has said about you tonight, I think you are a good neighbor, a great actor, and a very, very solid f*** buddy.
3: Right?
4: right. Who knew? Um, And the surprise of the night was Bruce Willis' ex, Demi Moore, showing up. I mean it's funny the things we do for a part like I know that I have dyed and cut and styled
5: my hair and I can't tell you how a million ways but not Bruce I mean that's his real hair (laughs) and ladies let me tell you the carpets match the drapes
4: Just saying whichever place you look at. it. Eat it. <laughs> Next up is a man that we love. He'll be on tomorrow to talk about the roast, but Jeff Ross. But he starts off talking about meeting his daughter, Rumor. Bruce's daughter, Rumor. But then he switches into Bruce. Okay. So don't get confused. I, at first, I was like, why is he so mean about Rumor?
3: I met Rumor, your daughter. Hi, Rumor. <laughs> I guess that's the name your mom gives you when she's not 100% sure who your father is.
6: (laughs) How the f*** are you a movie star? You look like a bouncer at a nursing home.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're like Elmer Fudd if he hunted bad scribs instead of wascally wabbits.
6: Bruce Willis wants
8: an Oscar so bad, he's slowly morphing into one. It's crazy. You went from being Hollywood's leading man to Demi Moore looking at you and saying, you know what? I'd rather the dumb
6: guy from Dude, Where's My Car?
4: do you think Ashton Kutcher was watching like, hey, hey," a little bit? By the way,
6: uh, Jeff will be uh, with us tomorrow to talk about the roast and other great stuff that's going on with him. That's funny.
4: And finally, Bruce Willis ending his roast with what I think is the most controversial thing I've ever heard at any roast across the board. All right.
1: I did this roast for one reason and for one reason only, to settle something once and for all, now please listen very carefully. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's a goddamn Bruce Willis movie. Yeah.
6: So a yippee yay to all of you mother.
4: <laughs> Good night. I mean, that sounds like fun, right? I want Nikki Glazer just to come in and roast all of us.
5: Same. She's so great. Just
4: like every day, she's she's got a lot, a lot of time. Not at all. She is very busy, but she'd have a lot of ammunition. She would. Yeah. Some birthdays for ya: Lawrence Fishburne, Vivica A. Fox, Hilary Swank, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Christopher Nolan, Richard Linkletter, Gina Rodriguez, and Terry Crews. And that's what's happening.
5: All right, 1-800-520-1067 is the phone number for guys and girls for the strangest or worst pickup line that actually worked. We're looking for guys and girls 21 or over. We'll talk to you next.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. k K K-Rock.
1: Call from mom. Answer
7: it. Call silenced.
6: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
5: This Friday, we're actually going to Las Vegas.
7: Yeah,
5: we are. Kevin and Beans built this pool singles party at the scene on the rooftop of Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. It's this weekend. We're looking for guys and girls right now that are 21 or above. And um, and, and you're going to tell us your worst pickup line.
4: Mm-hmm. That worked. That worked.
5: And some of these, is hard to imagine they worked. Mm-hmm. So let's start with uh, Remy, who's calling from Granada Hills. Hi there, Remy. Hey, good morning, party people. How's it going? Good, thank you. What, uh, what line worked for you?
3: So the line I've worked, it's very cheesy, but it's worked in the past. Is, uh, if I see the girl, I ask her, hey, girl, did it hurt when you fell from heaven?
5: That's never worked.
4: Never, <laughs> Remy. That
1: hasn't worked, Remy. No. I mean, it worked to get me the number. I, I didn't get a date out of it, but maybe that was just her way of, like, uh, get this guy away from me. But was, I got
5: the it a, for that. was it
3: a correct number? <laughs> Uh, I, it was a correct number and I got shot down, you know, immediately after. All right. All right.
5: So that didn't work as much <laughs> as <laughs> much. All right. Thank you, Remy. Hold on. Uh, we'll put you on hold and do a drawing at the end. If we can't make up our minds, let's go to Steve in Pasadena. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Talking about pickup lines. Worst
3: that worked. I, I told her I, I ran into her at the bar and I said, if I could rearrange the alphabet, I'd put you and I together. Nope, that didn't happen. No,
4: it couldn't work. It didn't work. Yes. Yeah. No.
3: That's why she's my ex? What? I said that's
4: why she's my ex. She dumped me the week after. All right. So it lasted a week. Yeah, worked out for a week, like All right. three dates, and then bye. Okay.
5: Okay. All right. Okay. All I right. Hate it. Hold on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't imagine any of these working. Uh, Johnny in Costa Mesa. Hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So, pick-up lines that are terrible that worked.
3: So, the horrible pick-up line is, do you like candy bars? She says yes, and that's because I'm totally sweet and full of nuts.
4: I'm going to say... How are you full of nuts? Like, I need a breakdown.
3: Well, I mean, I don't know if we can get into it on the show here. (gasps) Well, I
4: know, that's (laughs) just, like, a couple of them. Like, full of nuts. Like, I I'm just Maybe he's got like seven or eight. I'm try- oh, oh, <laughs> Johnny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm full of it.
5: <laughs> sure.
4: Okay. Yep.
5: I, 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 can't, I can't see any of these no, working. they're awful. All right. But we've
4: got ladies, too. That we do. It worked on them.
5: Let's go to Carolyn in Irvine. Hi there. Hi. Talking about uh, horrible pickup lines that worked. I got, um, it must be my lucky day because
3: you're a 10 out of 10. And it was October 10th.
5: Hmm. all right so you're a math nerd it worked (laughs) that that worked on you yeah
3: yeah i mean i talked to him for a little bit i was just i was really fascinated that he came
4: armed with that one pickup line on the only day it could have possibly worked yeah he was saving up all year (laughs) for that one this is the
5: day i'm gonna (laughs) nail it All all right carolyn thank you let's go to uh bernadette in buena park hi bernadette
7: Good morning. Um, I'm embarrassed to tell you this worked, but I was asked or I was told that blouse is very becoming on you. I said, thank you. And he says, but if I
3: were on you, I would be too.
0: Hmm.
5: Okay, you hold on. Uh. (laughs) Uh. Let's go to uh, Patricia in Pomona. Mm Hi.
7: Hey, morning, guys. Morning, Allie. Good
4: morning.
5: Worst pickup line that worked.
4: Okay, so this guy slid into my
3: DMs and asked me, have you ever seen a turtle in a suitcase? And I said, what? And he proceeded to, like, show me a picture of a hand-drawn turtle in a
7: suitcase on a
5: Post-it note. (laughs) And 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 that worked?
4: It worked because after that, we just started talking and it worked. Because it's so dumb. You'd be like, all right, this guy just drew a turtle in a suitcase. it was a a really good drawing. Like, it (laughs) was 10 (laughs) out of 10 details. Sure. It had, like, all the parts. Like, back in the day when you would draw Cubby and try and win... do you remember that? No, I don't. It was like in in the <laughs> TV guide. You would draw a Cubby or a turtle, and then you could get art classes.
5: I don't know what you are talking about. Okay, all right.
0: Yes, but- <laughs> all
4: right.
5: Uh, Hold on, Patricia.
4: She's like I am twenty two. I don't get it. Uh, Fernando and La Puente. Hi. Hey, what's up, bro? How are you
5: guys? Good. We're talking about uh, uh, opening lines that really are bad but worked.
3: Okay, so one time I was in Pasadena and I seen a really cute girl doing that extapa. I went up to her and I told I grabbed my shirt. I am like, "Hey, excuse me." Can you tell me what kind of material it is? And she looks at me stupid, like, uh, cotton? I look in the eyes, I'm like, no, boyfriend material. Boom.
5: <laughs> no boom.
4: <laughs> he just boomed himself. <laughs> you don't get to say boom to
5: yourself. Hold on.
4: I don't hate the boyfriend material. I don't hate it.
5: <laughs> well, it's not as bad as some of the other ones. Yeah. Uh let's go to Janice. Am I saying that right? No, uh,
7: it's Janice, like Genis. Genesis. Okay. Janice yeah. in Montebello. Yep. Um, so it was actually a pickup line I gave somebody. Um, it was on Bumble, and he had a picture uh, with me and Khalifa. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, um, how nice are me to Khalifa's boobs? And we totally went out on a date. All right. All right.
4: <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Right, exactly. Yeah. All
5: right. Well, that's uh, that's eight people. I say we, do you have any favorites? <sighs>
4: I do like Steve's delivery on it. Yeah. Um, that was that good. That was the alphabet, the, you and I together? You and I together. Uh-huh. I didn't hate the boyfriend material.
5: That wasn't terrible. No. All right. Do we want to make that choice?
4: Um, for the dudes? Yeah. Yeah. I'm why fine with that. Why don't you, well, pick one dude and then one girl. Steve. All right.
5: Yo. Congratulations.
4: And then, shouldn't Woo-hoo! we pick a girl? Yes, we should. Okay.
5: Give me time. I can't do everything at <laughs>
4: once. Um, I kind of like the turtle in a suitcase. I did too. All right. So that
5: would be Patricia.
4: This <laughs> worked out well. How about that? Congrats, oh my Patricia. God.
3: Well, thank you to my ex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good.
5: All right, so you're going to bring uh, hopefully three women. Uh, hopefully, Steve's yes. going to bring three guys, <laughs> and we're going to be in Las Vegas this weekend. Thank you for calling. We'll see you all this week. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Time for one last look at what's happening, Allie.
4: Remember the first time we had uh, Paul Wernick and Rhett Reeson talk about Deadpool and how long it was taking for someone just to sign off on it? And it was just, they were up against a lot and it became disheartening for them over time because they thought they had this really great movie and it just wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, and then someone leaked the footage and people lost their minds because it looked hysterical. Ryan Reynolds was awesome. And then the movie all of a sudden like fast like boom boom boom. Yeah, it was greenlit. It was greenlit. It got it got done real fast from that point on. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday was the 4 year as Ryan Reynolds calls it leak anniversary. <laughs> so he wrote it's the 4 year leak anniversary. Update. Still searching for the bastard who leaked our test footage onto the internet, causing Deadpool to receive a green light. Taking over the investigation myself. Hashtag angry. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I love him.
4: And I love that people literally still don't know that, that he leaked it. They leaked what? that footage. No, there are literally people that are like, seriously, who do you think, like, got it? Who do you think did it? Um, Guys, this just in. It's like... OJ looking for the real killer. Sure.
5: If um, I did it. Was that the theme of this book? Yes. Yeah.
4: Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But thank God they leaked that, right? Agreed. One of the best movies ever. One of the best follow ups ever. Sequel, so- some would call it. What? Sequel? Some would call it a sequel. <laughs> right? I call it a follow up. Okay. It's just what I do. Yeah. In case you hadn't heard, this was big, big news over the weekend, and to me, it's the best decision that they could have made for Star Wars. By the way, they begin production on Wednesday in London on the new Star Wars movie, and Don't they you announce- wish you
5: could be there? Oh,
4: you have no just idea. Just for them
5: to, like, start the whole thing off?
4: Seriously.
5: That'd be so cool. I
4: think they still do it at um, Pinewood Studios, and I have no problem just walking around, Hanging right. out, getting donuts. But
5: they, they might have a problem they might, with you doing but,
4: that. Oh, I want to go so bad. Mm-hmm. Why won't J.J. Abrams call me and let me come? <laughs> I'll pave my own way. (laughs) Come on, J.J. He's not listening. No, he's not. Um, First and foremost, the late Carrie Fisher is set to return. J.J. Abrams will tap unused footage from The Force Awakens to close out Princess Leia's timeline. He said, we desperately loved Carrie Fisher. Finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga without her eluded us. We were never going to recast or use CG that's character. That's exactly
5: what I thought, CGI. Oh, that's going to suck. That was
4: my <laughs> biggest fear, but I also thought there's no way they would do that to her. It just it didn't feel right to me, so thank God that they thought that as well. But he said, with the support and blessing from her daughter, Billy Lord, we found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and role as Leia in episode 9 by using unseen footage we shot together in episode 7. So I, That's great. I can't wait to see how they tie that all in and how they actually do it. But all of the um, returning second wave cast members are back. We've got Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, the whole crew, as well as surprise returns of Mark Hamill and Billy D. Williams. I'm All right. In. I'm in. I am in.
5: When can we see it? This weekend? No.
4: Uh, Next weekend? No, December 20th. Oh, we have to wait next, for six months. Of next year. Oh, we have
5: to wait for a year and six months. Yeah, oh.
4: December 20th of 2019. <gasps> I'm excited, though. I'm way excited. And for everyone still doing that Drake's In My Feelings Challenge, you got to stop. You <laughs> just have to stop. It all started about a month ago with a comic named Shiggy. He started the trend of doing this dance. actually. I think. I think he's a comedian. Oh, okay. No?
5: I thought he was a dancer. It doesn't make any difference.
4: I mean, he's a great dancer. Yeah, he is. For some reason, I thought he was a comic. It makes
5: no difference. He started but it. But it does a little bit. Okay, now but he I started it.
4: Someone do a deep dive into Shiggy. What happens right after is he started it? Is he a comic? Is he a dancer? Which one is it? He started
5: it, and then other people started doing it. <laughs>
4: they started doing pick it. Pick up the story And there. it became a challenge. The In My Feelings <laughs> Challenge. And essentially, a door would open the car, they would step out of the car, and then do the dance alongside the moving car. That's not impressive to Christopher T. O'Neill, National Transportation Safety Board's chief of media relations, who said, when we saw this trend, we wanted to remind people what should be common sense, to not hop out of a moving vehicle.
5: I mean, if you've seen him, the vehicle is moving yes. one half of a mile per hour. But it's not really moving.
4: It's not but not everyone is going at one half of a mile per hour because people are getting hurt, and then they're posting their In My Feelings fails. Mm. That's almost taking on this second wave new life of this challenge. My In My Feelings fails. But then you've got people, like, working at a farm, and they're doing the challenge with, like... Ducks and maybe not a duck what? at a farm, like but like pigs. And then on some refuge, it looks like a rhino just walk in next to the car. We don't need this. These animals don't want to go viral. Stop it. Thank you. And I talked earlier about a poll that asked about accents in America. And people found that people rated the southern accent as sexiest. Southern Southern. accent as sexiest.
5: Interesting. Which
4: made me think. Obviously, there's no real accents except for a Southern accent, right? A Boston accent, a Philly accent, New York accent. What other?
5: Other than that, I don't know. Like maybe
4: Minnesota. Yeah. The Dakotas. But all of those are bad. All of them are bad. So maybe Southern makes sense at this point. Hmm. But they also asked what was the strongest accent. This might shock you. Boston on top Mm. 23% strongest.
5: Strongest but bad. I
4: think what they mean is like worse. Yes. But they called it strongest, Mm -hmm. which I kind of respect. That's kind of nice. When it came to foreign accents, what was the most attractive accent?
5: Uh, British.
4: British one, 20% said British accents the most attractive, followed by French accents at 13%, Australian accents at 12%, and then Irish accents hmm. at
5: 10%. I like Irish accents, but I can never understand what they're saying. Not at all. a damn Not word. Not even a word.
4: No, but it is beautiful, <laughs> isn't it? Ugh. And of course, Betty White, 96 years old. She's a superstar, but she has no plans on flaming out. She's a bitch. She is not. She says she's going to be in the saddle forever. There's a new PBS biopic on her life. And the director said she loves working. She loves the challenge. She's someone that we're all going to be better off that she's lived this long. It's called Betty White, First Lady of Television. It's set to premiere August 21st, and she said, quote, I got an award for everything, inhaling, exhaling. I've been so spoiled rotten, I'm the luckiest old broad on two feet. And then when asked what her secret is to enjoying her long life, it may be her love of vodka and hot dogs. Quote, probably in that order. God, and hot dogs.
5: I'm going to have to start that diet. It's
4: like you can't love her enough, and then you know she's just inhaling hot dogs and vodka. Gosh, she's the best. She's the best. She's the best. 96.
5: Yeah, that's crazy.
4: <sighs> oh, She's a treasure. We need to protect her at all costs. Some birthdays for you. We've got Terry Crews, Gina Rodriguez, Richard Linkletter, Christopher Nolan, Jamie Presley, Hillary Swank, Lawrence Fishburne, Lisa Kudrow, and... Arnold Schwarzenegger. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie.
5: And you drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Comedian Jeff Ross joins us in studio. We've got from the UFC, Demetrius Johnson. And we've also got your passes for Kevin and Bean built this pool singles party tomorrow morning.
2: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,